Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Don't wipe my that work and just keep buying rounds, bro. One more, mate. One more. Fucking hell. <laughs> Lucky I'm a drinker still. So, welcome back. Another episode. Next one. Up in the air. If you ain't checked out our YouTube, I don't know what you're even doing with your life. But before Isn't we it, start. Man? Before we even start here, let me just say something here because I think a lot of people don't know where we actually film at. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're in the Rare Hub Studios. Studio. A black-owned business. You know, I remember when everyone was talking about support black businesses. This is a black-owned company right Straight. here that we're using, yeah? So go and support them, www.rarehub.co.uk. Yeah, and go and check out the packages if you want to become a podcaster, how they can support you and make you Hold become on, the best podcaster that you can be. But back Hold to on. the episodes. I'm joined this week by the best co-host in the whole world. Why see, man? Talk to me, man. Yeah, like and we got a special guest this week, yeah? Yeah, special guest. Mm-hmm. You know, every week I say special guest. Do you know why? Everybody that is comes on my show is special. Straight. Everybody that comes on my show is special. I don't bring lames. <laughs> so trust me. If I haven't invited you, there's a reason. <laughs> You're a lame, yeah? bro. I only invite people that I believe that have special gifts mm-hmm. to give to you, audience people that you're going to benefit from and become better. And this week we have none other than. Tawana. Tawana, Hello, come everybody. on, man. Nice to meet you. Come and on. I saw Tawana, I saw you, um, how I actually saw you was, I saw you on, um, I think it's, Delin- is it Delinquent Nation? Yeah. Yeah, I saw you on Delinquent Nation and I heard you talking and I said, rah, your story is deep. So like, I said, I need to connect with her and um, we need to sit down and have a little conversation. Simple. Um, yeah, so, you know, every week I got my little mad scenarios that starts. Um, right now, I just want to say, uh, Condolences to the family of Kevin Samuels. R.I.P. He fam. passed away this morning. Yeah. Um, condolences to his family, isn't it? Um, he's a legend and he was doing good things, isn't it? Regardless if people loved him or hate him, Don't matter. he was just a successful black man that was trying to make True. a better life for himself in the end. Straight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, he was he was raising awareness on topics that I believe that were, were getting brushed to the, to the corner. So love him or hate him, I don't wish death on no of man. Of course. He mm-hmm. said of a heart attack. You know me, I'm into my conspiracies. Um, 100. He definitely was poisoned. 
And then I've heard about he was on top of a woman and this and that and that. And Too this. much madness. I don't really know what to believe. And I was not there, so I wouldn't know what to believe. But I know that he's gone. R.I.P. same and, way, um, man. Yeah, man. So condolences to his family and stuff, man. Because mm-hmm. death is a deep thing. Like, there's people that have families, isn't it? It's not just the person that's dead. Of course. Like, they, they got of kids, course. aunties, and people that was relying mm-hmm. on them to, to, to be that person, isn't it? So, yeah. No, that's true. So, man. like, yeah, man. Big up Kevin Samuels for, you know, spreading his light and, and helping people, you know, because he helped me a lot. Helped me too, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying. He helped me a lot just to change my mindset on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Game. That's it, man. So, how's your week been, YC, man? Long, but I'm here, man. So, you know what I mean, different day, same shit, bro. You know how we go, man. How's your week been? Hmm? My week. Yeah. Do you know what? It's been a productive one. That's the main thing, um, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a productive one this week. Yeah. Mm. Productive, yeah. Yeah, very productive, and that makes me happy. Yeah, that's it. So before the cameras came on, we were having a done. deep conversation. Yeah, and man. Every time we do this, we always go into deep conversations before cameras come on. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Them ones are not for the podcast, but they are for the podcast. It's like the warm up. I call right, it the warm yeah, up warming. Yeah, yeah. So I was basically saying, and this is my my premise. Everyone knows me. I've always got my own little mind on my own. If how strong is your mind? If someone brings you information on something, can you decipher what they're actually bringing you and believe it straight away, or do you have your own mind where you think, wait a second, this person chatting rubbish? So basically, if I if I'm cool with somebody. I've never had a problem with them. They've only been nice to me, but someone tells me something bad against that person. Do I now become an enemy to that person, even though they're not my enemy? That was the question that I was throwing out there. So yeah. Conti. Well, I came in a little bit further on from it, but what I was basically bringing, adding my look of two pence in there, I was basically saying people you know, that do these things. You have people that set out to try and make people look a certain way and they're playing their role because you have to look on it. There are horrible people out there that's going to try and plaster you to make you look a certain way, mm-hmm. whether out of jealousy or something that triggers them or something that they just feel towards you. Because at the end of the day, it's how you make people feel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you don't have to do nothing to anyone for them to feel some type of way about you to make them even want to spread rumours about you. Mm. And I was saying that people play their roles due to things like hiding their own insecurities and their own stuff. And I remember when you said something about, you know, about scars. Scars, yeah. yeah. It's the scars that people carry Mm. that um, that make people want to do certain things, I Mm. think. Because we all have a choice. We all go through things and we, we're left with scars. But I, I, I think I chimed in and I said, well, it's how you carry your scars because some people tend to hide their scars. That's you it. know, they mm-hmm. tend to hide it and they cover it up and then it brings out these behaviours mm-hmm. when they hide it. They don't understand that if you don't shed light to your scars and your issues and your problems, you're going to deflect it onto other people, i.e. why you're trying to hold that person back. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to tell this person, oh... He, don't, don't talk to him. Oh, that, that, that person's horrible. That person's this. When really and truly, in fact, they're not. Right. You know what I mean? It's all down to you and how you see things and how that person made you feel. That's Have it. you dealt with your scars? That's Is it. that why right. you're, you're spreading rumours about people or trying to make someone look different in certain life? When you said the person could be nice to you and be doing... The person could be being their true, authentic self to you. And mm. you're getting that gift from them, mm. but because of the negativity that's being spread right. about them, it just sheds certain light. So we have to just know and trust our heart, I think. Because sometimes we listen to our head 
We don't listen to the heart. The heart's telling you that this person's a good person. But then we've got people in your head. Mm. But, nah, but this person done me this the other day. And all How did you approach that person right. for that person to react that mm. way to you? Do you know what I mean? Mm. How did it, You have to question sometimes when people come to you about other people. Because it's how they are to that person and yeah. they get that reaction and they try Thank to come. You. They try to come to you to try to say, yo, I've defined this person. This person's been horrible to me. No, 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 no. Right, right. How were you to that person? Think, you know what? Do that you know is, what I mean? you know what? That so. is a breath of fresh air to hear yeah, someone actually say that from yeah, that other perspective. Yeah, it's how you come across to people. Yeah, right, right. And how you make people feel. Because not everybody's going to treat everybody the same in, mm-hmm. in a relationship. And they could have been going through that kind of relationship and it could have been that way. But now it's only being looked at as one angle. Yeah, I, I, angle. I, fully, I fully understand. I fully yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. I fully understand that. And I feel like a lot of people are broken, but they don't admit that they're broken. We speak no. about this a lot. Like, if you're a broken person, I feel like... When you're trying to get to know someone or you're trying to get in a relationship, I feel like you should be very open on your... And I'm not saying just be be vulnerable. I'm not saying just be vulnerable straight away. But if you are serious about getting into a relationship Mm -hmm. and you've got certain deep scars Mm -hmm. that cut deep Mm -hmm. and you're not willing to tell that person, that relationship's never going to thrive. It's never going to work. Because I'm going to be dealing with demons and you're not going to understand them demons. Wouldn't it be better for me to understand so that I know what I'm getting myself into if I can handle it or not handle it? Does it make sense? Like, Like lower your guard. To a, to a certain extent yeah, so if, if that person is the person that you're actually serious about speaking to because I feel like if you're not if it's not serious then it is what it is I don't need to tell you all my deep secrets well mm-hmm. we, we know what the we both have an idea of what we're getting ourselves into it's just right. this it's just what it is mm-hmm. but if I'm really trying to get deep with someone I feel like you you should tell the person some of your traumas because them things are the things that are going to make you the way that you are. Some girls are going to be cold and people will be like, oh, she's like this, she's like that. But she went through so much shit in her life mm-hmm. that you can't see that. But you're not asking the right questions. And I feel like we need to be open in, in this and, and admit that, look, I'm a, I'm a broken person that's trying mm-hmm. to heal. Because I feel like that would make mm-hmm. relationships yeah. more, people would understand people better because I think the communication with, is a breakdown. With, with genuine, I should add, with genuine relationships. I've come across a lot of girls that have opened up very quickly to the wrong person and they realise that 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 relationship crumbled and they feel even worse for opening up because they ignored the red flags. But you know what, this is what, this is is the part of healing. And I know some genuine men that they would love and appreciate a woman to just be a bit vulnerable and just to explain. And they don't get that opportunity. They get the woman that's going to react a certain way to bring out the worst out of them. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? And it goes both ways as well. Facts. So some women, they, they open up and think, yeah, this is the one. And that's not the guy for you. And you open up and then you close in now. So when you read the mm. right guy, that's willing to accommodate mm. all that feelings and all that vulnerability and everything, you're closing up because you went with the wrong guy. And now you need healing to kind of understand where this love's coming from because you don't recognize it. You know what I mean? But it's, no. it's techy, but there's mm. like, but being vulnerable is mm. is sort of admirable in the sense that you're sort of accepting your flaws and putting mm. it out there. But it's like, I think it's hard to gauge when and where and how. Because if someone's showing you the right thing, whether they're faking it or not, if someone's yeah. showing you a setting where it's like, this seems comfortable for me to move in, mm. and you do it and it's wrong, that's not an error of you more so than the person just wasn't who you thought they were. Ooh, so yeah. I feel like it's like a roll of the dice, isn't it? Like you gotta go and just like live your truth in it. Because I feel like mm-hmm. if, if 
if you suppress who you are, it's gonna it's gonna rise to the surface eventually. Yeah. So like like you might have to come out with it. Yeah. And it br- it brings back what we mm. were talking about mm. before you came. You know when we were saying about being open and mm. putting stuff out there in the universe. Remember we were saying yeah, that? of course. And mm. sometimes when we love and it don't get reciprocated, we think it's wasted. Yeah, it's, it's, not. Not. it's not. It's not. It's never wasted. It's never the, the wasted. The love you're never giving wasted. out, that's you, and Pure. that's what you're putting out there. That's Facts. what's gonna come back tenfold. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you 100%. Know? And I, I, I truly 100% believe yeah. that. Just keep being a good person. Simple, and isn't it? And life will always give you the ways of the good yeah. people coming in. Even like if one bad person, I think, and you said this earlier, before the cameras even came on, she said, you learn so many lessons from betrayal. Mm. And I feel like that is like, that word should be written in gold because sometimes we look at betrayal as if it's the worst thing because we know that we would never do certain things right. to certain people right. yeah. but they're doing it to us so we feel so defeated inside but the lessons that that person's taught you is so much okay. like if I was to oh, like yeah. just take like 50 lessons from that thing mm. it'd be mad but one lesson I'll never let it make me is that it will change me as a person to the point where I stop being a good person because of the because scars of that, that I've got Fuck that. but if you come to a relationship and you're not able to identify mm. the brokenness that you have mm-hmm. and you think you're the perfect model of a person and then eventually the person does the same thing over and over and over again but you're always blaming other people and not taking accountability, accountability then mm. that's where the real role and problem lies and it goes back to hiding your scars mm. you know what I mean of course it's all down to hiding it just bring light to it because you know, I tell my story and I and I tell my story on platforms and people have all their different reasons why they think I'm doing it. Mm. And they don't understand that I'm shedding light to my scars because it's held me captive for so long. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Me you as well. what I'm saying? And, all of us. And people Everyone, yeah. Like, all of us. Oh, why are you this? And, oh my God, oh my God. And all of this and all these reactions. And I'm just sitting down and I'm not moved by it because I'm so confident in releasing my scars because I know it's going to do to a lot of people mm-hmm. so if my pain can help one person or two person or ten people then it wasn't in vain because it's not yeah, all yeah, about yeah. oh my god I've gone through this and all of that yeah but you can't spend your life dwelling on what you went through and how it made you feel and how it ripped you off like I see people spend a lifetime no. trying to prove to people how much their scars hurt like I see people that from 10 years ago mm. and you know I've been inside and come out and you're still got the same thing you're Allow putting it. out to people Bitter. on social media <clears throat> and in your group setting Facts. it's like you don't love your friends you don't mm. love your family because if you value them you wouldn't be pressuring them with all of that mm-hmm. if you understand what life's all about you know what I mean mm. so yeah. I think it's just down to own your stuff come out there just bring it to light and you never know how much people are going to help and that's going to bring you good feelings you know of course yeah, yeah, yeah it would listen you see when you help someone and you know that they, they, they value that help and that one little word and it helped them for that day for real. it's going to encourage you to do more man it's going to encourage you to carry on doing so that. what is your story because um, I've heard you say it on mm-hmm. a lot of platforms but yeah like give us a break which part Um, was there a part when you you said you went to Jamaica or more was that no I was born in Jamaica born in Jamaica cool yeah I was born in Jamaica and my dad passed away when I was 12 wow you know and he was he was killed in America and I think my dad played a big role in my life because I never knew a mum I still don't know my mum I never had a mum in my life so it was always my dad and I was always at my stepmom's house my dad made sure I was brought up very well you know, mm-hmm. he was a drug dealer. And I say this because I don't want to shed no light that, oh, he was 
this perfect right, right, person. Right, right, right. Do you course, understand? My dad was proud of who he was as a loving father. And I saw that loving, I felt that love from him regardless of how society saw him. Yeah. So when I speak about it, I speak about it because I have no shame mm-hmm. when mm. it comes to saying my dad was a drug dealer because he made ends meet and he made sure I was happy and he made sure his family was happy right. because of what he did. It wasn't the best, but when you grow up in a certain setting and you have nothing, you kind of branch off into certain choices. And that's what I think he made. However, when I had him in my life for a while mm-hmm. and he went, it kind of crushed me. Right. So then that's when I moved to this country. So mind you, me thinking, okay, I'm coming to this country. My heart is just open for like a family setting. Right. Do you know what I mean? And then coming here and I'm thinking, okay, which I heard you saying, you know, about your mom and how she used to help people and all these things. And it brought me back a little bit where you come over and you either help people or you just take them for granted. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those ones where I felt that I wasn't loved. I was very abused verbally, physically and mm-hmm. emotionally because I got told things that I don't think people sh- um, that age, girls should be told that. But I sat down and I think, r- thinking back, I don't think I've said this on any platform before, mm-hmm. I think I started to learn how humans manipulate people at the age of 14 Mm. because when I see people treating me horrible but then pretend when other people come over I think that educated me Mm. when I said that's why I said with betrayal it teaches you my betrayal was very deep I learned how to pinpoint betrayal at a very young age and it's because I was at the hand of it I used to cry on my dad's picture at night Mm -hmm. because that was the only love I felt and I was searching for that love and I never got it. So did you think you were searching through that through male partners and relationships? What, years after? Yeah. Do you know what? I used to think that, but then no, I think I just wanted love and comfort because now as Mm. I've grown and I know myself now, Mm. I'm a loving, caring person. Mm. But then I never believed that growing up because of the circumstances and the choices I made and the arguments I've had with people. Do you know what I mean? Survival. Mm. Survival can really trick you and make you feel like you're this horrible person, especially when you come across a certain um, group setting, Mm -hmm. wherever it could be in a, I don't know, friendship circle or a family circle, any form of setting, Mm. and you you have to play a certain role to Mm. defend yourself or to survive. Mm. You can be painted in a negative light and you can believe that and carry that for the rest of your life i yeah. think that's you not until you go into a dark place where i've been inside where i got stripped and broken where i had to leave my three children my mm. babies you know what i mean they're my heart mm. and when i was broken i think that's when healing started without even me wanting it right do you know mm. what i mean because i was broken that's rock bottom mm. and that's when i started to realize all these things that oh my god i went through a journey I went this pain for this. I'm starting to meet people. I come across people inside that were similar to my abusers in the past. And, and I'm like, is, 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 that, is, that, is this what God is using to heal me? Right, right, right. You know? Mm. So I went on a journey that got, I got stripped fully and I got to know myself, got to love myself and I got to be happy again. Mm. on some level because I was I was very hurt and very angry. Of course. And yeah. I had a lot of attitude and I thought that my shit was it. Mm. But mm. all those things were built up because of the hurt and the, the disappointments mm. and the expectations that I've had from people. Because you grow up thinking people your family's supposed to love and care and protect you. Mm. And I never received any of that because it ended when I was twelve as far as I'm concerned. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I've never ever received that. 
back to your question about relationships, on some level, I think I've expected that in relationships, on some level, I think I put them in a role where, because my dad was a responsible, he was the, he was like... He was a man's man. He was a man's man. Mm. He was the dad for his other siblings. Right, 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 right. So he was the older Mm. and he was the one that everyone was just running when he comes about and everyone looked up to him because... My granddad passed away a long time ago, so he was like the father role for his brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was looking for love from his siblings now in the UK when I moved here, they're grieving for their brother. So I was expecting, you know, love from Them. people that were grieving. They, they lost their brother. Right, 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 and they didn't probably and, know how to and, deal and with the trauma. Me mm. being the, 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 the fruit of yeah. that loss, they're probably expecting me to, oh, to probably fill that boots. Or that gap on some okay, level. Okay, okay, Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Okay. Because I look on it where I don't hate my family. Mm. I just know that I was looking for love in the wrong places. <sighs> they weren't given the love growing up. They've lost as well. So for me, for looking for that love, they never healed enough for me to go and expect this love package ready for me that my dad was giving. My dad gave me authentic love. He was like, here's your first mixtape with Tevin Campbell on it and we're vibing. Right, 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 That's right. the kind of dad I had. He was giving my first feelers and make sure that my parcel come down to Jamaica quick time, my little teddy, my this and that. Everything's just in there and I'm traveling to Orlando every summer. Is either I'm going or his big head would come and pop around in Jamaica in the house where I grew up and he's there every Christmas, we're driving around, mm. going everywhere. So I had that. So it was a lot to feel when I come here, mm. you know, when I lost him. So to looking back now, mm. I don't think my family was prepared to give me that. And that's what I was seeking. Do you think someone ever gets over the grieving of a loved one? Do you think you ever, like, you can ever get over that? Because um, I lost my cousin, like, a year or two ago and then, Someone, I'll never forget, like, I was saying to someone, like, bro, I, like, the pain still feels like the first time that he died, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then someone said to me, look, I'll be real with you, when you lose someone that you proper love, that's mm-hmm. proper, like, you're, you've known all your whole life and you lose them, you will never heal, but you'll learn how to live with it. Okay. Right. Would you say the same, or would you say that you just... I want to share something with you when I went inside, because mm-hmm. I've been grieving for my dad all my life. Right. Relationships, every setting. Mm. Every time I had a breakup, mm. I'd go back to my dad's memory. Right, right, right. Because that's right. the thing with loss, you know. Mm. Every pain you experience after that loss, you go back to that one. Mm. Goes back to the root. Keep going back, like, oh, if my dad was here, my life would have been so much better. Every setting. So mm. when I got arrested and I went inside, I had this dream that I saw my dad's car. He was there was a party going on. And he was meant to drop me to Wembley. For some reason, he's never come to England, you know. He was meant to drop right. me to Wembley to, to buy some hair. Because I love my little hair extensions and all of these things. So it's, it's weird how we dream kind of morph into how we it live can. our life. It can. You know, so he's going to drop me to the shop. And I said, oh, Dad. And I sat next to him on the car. I never forget the, the car that I had saw in the dream was the last car he had when he was in Jamaica. And I put his head next to my head. And, you know, when you're sitting next to him in the car, and I was like, Dad, I love you, you know. And for some reason, I'm off it moving. I'm just hearing this in my dream. Mm. And then for some reason, I saw the car leaving me, going. And I said, bye, Dad. And that was in prison. And I think I woke up from that day and I started to read my Bible a bit more. Mm. And it's almost like everything I was reading in the Bible was coming to pass. Everything mm. I'd pray, mm. people were coming and things were changing. Mm. And I was like, looking back now, I'm thinking, it's almost like my dad was with me all along. Right. Mm. And yeah. for some reason, he knew that he could pass on because that's how the, how I read the dream because I literally cried for this man from I was 12. Mm. I went into, into prison when I was 31. Mm. 
Do you know what I'm right. saying? So I've been grieving for a very long time and yeah. you don't get over it. But guess what? I realised that when I come out with this mindset now and I'm helping people, my dad was known to be a kind-hearted man that would take off his trainers, his last trainers he would give to the guy next to him, his friend. That's how much of a man, mm. the legacy he's left because he's a very kind-hearted man. Mm. He would feed his... Um, when he sells drugs to the, 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 you know, when you told me that story about the guy um, becoming friends beca- with the you know, yeah. becoming friends with women. My dad will cook dinner mm-hmm. and said, "Stop, you need to eat before you." That's the dad I had. You know, he's cooked food for them and mm. he'd make sure they're all right. Come off right. the street, like buy kids nappies and stuff for the ones. You know, in America yeah, where yeah, you yeah, got yeah, ladies yeah. everything. Yeah. My dad was the one that would do that. So, Deep. you know, I, beca- I became this person in prison. I'm there grieving and I'm breaking to my, and I started helping the women in there. I started feeling for them, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, I just dropped everything. I just dropped, I don't care what it was. I'm like, come man, come, let's do this. What? I got served deportation paper. Come and let's write your deportation thing. They're not going to deport you. Are you mad? And I just started writing for people and it started changing me for some reason because, yeah. you know. That's real, man. And you know what? It's, it's <laughs> deep real. how life puts you in situations mm. where even though it looks like you're in a bad situation, there's actually a purpose for you in mm-hmm. that situation. Yes. So yes. while you're there, you're actually saying, well, right, there's a reason why I'm here, you know. Mm. You see all of that stuff that's happening. I actually understand it now. Mm. Because sometimes you don't, at the time when it first happens, you're that like, makes sense. You're, thinking, you're blaming yeah, everyone. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, why are you It's my bad decision. Of course, of course. It's my actions. Yeah, I'm like, God, why? Why? I, I prayed for bail mm. and you still have me. But it makes sense after, <laughs> isn't it? You know that naive way, like not taking accountability because I like accountability now, you know? Yeah, it makes sense though. You know, it? you have to take accountability for your actions. You God to. don't put you in places. Nope. Your choices put you in New places. Yes, thank you. Leave you. Say so even if I was in a gutter and I slip and put in the gutter, God never put me in the gutter. Right. He came in the gutter because I got slipped and went. Right, 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 right. And he came to pull me out to give mm. me a lifeline. Mm-hmm. And because I grew up in a church when I was younger, but I wasn't going church when I was young, he never left me. It's all about seeds as well. You see, once a seed's planted in you mm. from your young, if you used to read the little Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, the little simple Psalm, mm. these little things, you know, saved me in there, you know, because I don't know much about the Bible. Right. And people call me Bible basher. But yeah, because you know the little jokes when they say, oh, I don't want to in your Bible, whatever, because mm. that was all I had there, like right, as comfort. Right, right. So for some reason, my comfort started helping me because mm. I never knew those things were going to happen. Mm. People were going to come in. I'm starting writing poetry. Poets are coming in. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like God's listening to me. Mm. I'm praying about things and mm. I pray about stuff right. with my kids. You know, I, I fear that I don't know what to talk to them about in school. Mm. And I remember watching DVD. And it says City of Gods. Is it City of Gods? I don't know if you know that film. Yeah, the yeah old of course. Brazilian. City yeah. of Gods. Of no, not City of Gods. Um, what film? Gods of Egypt. Oh, but what? Like, what actors? I have, I, I have Horus and... Um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, of okay. course. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I had that DVD in my room mm. for a while and I had it for like two weeks, never watched it. Mm. Just left it there. One Friday, I picked it up and I watched it. And you know when I called my daughter that evening, she said, Mommy, you know, I had assembly today. She was talking about school. And she said, you know, I'm, they had a performance and it was Gods of Egypt. That was the title. Right. I dropped the phone and I'm like, whoa, whoa. What's going whoa. on here? Yeah. Th- mm. And this was after certain other things. So I, I was freaked out, but I started smiling a bit. I started to own these mm. little little messages because that was my fear. Mm. Nobody never knew that I was scared to n- not have nothing to talk to my daughters about. So there was someone there mm. that was helping me. Mm. And I just started owning it, I think. Mm. You know, and my healing just started from then. So I think grief... 
I think I kind of transferred that love and relying from my dad right. to God. Mm. Okay. And an amazing thing started happening. And mm. that's when I learned to let go because it's not easy. Mm. Trust so me. I think holding uh, on to God, he helped me to heal from it faith. and to help other people that are going through grief because it's not an easy thing. Mm. It was my dad's birthday. Yes, today's what, the 6th? Yeah. Is it? It was my dad's birthday yesterday. With the 5th? Yep. Yeah. Nice. It was my dad's fifth. birthday yesterday. And mm. I just look at it and thinking, rah, there was times when I used to be all sad and whatever. I'm proud now. Because I know he's proud, right. you know, of yeah, what I'm doing yeah, and helping course, other people. Of course, And yeah. it doesn't matter where you come from or what you've done, it's mm-hmm. who you become. Trust that's me, it. that's it. You know what I mean? It's who you become out of the whole thing. Mm. And yeah, that's just it. But with the grief, it's a tricky one. You, ha- It's kind of where you have to just decide that you letting go is the greatest gift you can give them mm. because of how much they love you. Right. I, feel, I feel like Do you know you're I mean? never ever going to get over something but you learn how to yeah because the legacy is left yeah, well, they, they you know yeah. who you lost right mm. you know how they loved you right yeah you know what they've left you with that's only for you mm. it can never be for nobody else so they left you mm. their legacy and their love and that's what's going to keep you going they've gone they've done their time and they've left you with something beautiful you mm. focusing on the death misses that gift yeah, you mm. overlook that. Gift. I think you know what? I feel that's why Jamaican people have nine nights, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nine, yeah. Yeah, because you know, I've never understood a nine night. Never, why? I, I was always like, bro, why are we all celebrating? <laughs> Like, I, I used to make me, it used to get me mad, you know. Yeah. They'd be like, "Yeah, well, I got the nine night. Everybody, I got the yeah, nine night." Yeah, but you know, in Jamaica, they make everything in a party. You know? No, but nine night. Everybody's having nine night dance. No, but have you got nine night in Jamaica? Is different to nine night over here. Yeah, yeah cool. Nine night yeah. in Jamaica's a proper rave. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. a turn. I've never been to a turn up Listen, like that in my there's life. There's four different meat going on. We're talking about the killing a goat, the makil cow. Yep. The chicken. Animal chicken, everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a turn up. Because everybody likes to, um, what what I say, they like to celebrate the person's life instead of grieve it. Yeah. 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 You know what? Really and truly, we are supposed to just you are. celebrate you are. and move on because they've gone on. Mm. We don't know what they've passed on and gone to look at the world today now. Mm. It's true. Like, it's not even about grieving about the person that's gone on. You just think they've passed on. Yeah. Because what's going on in the world? Oh, it's very, very. Oh. I even what's, what's your thoughts on um, forgiving people that have wronged you? What's your thoughts My on thoughts that? Thoughts on it. I think it's a work in progress. I don't think it's just achievable with just one attempt. Right. Because mm. it's mm. a reoccurring thing, and I think when the devil wants to hold you captive with things, he's going to use a lot of things that you're hard to, you struggle to overcome. Right. Which is right. one of the thing forgiveness. My, do you want my personal yeah. take on it? Yeah, please. Yeah. Because I've been in a position where I've forgiven a lot to an extent where I've forgiven certain people okay. where I don't have to be around. You can mm. forgive people and love them from a distance. Of course. Of course you because, can. Because, yeah. because what it is, you have to love and appreciate yourself to know that not everybody deserves that place back in your life. You right. can forgive them from a distance, but you don't need to have them in your I've life. I've done that with many friends. And they make you feel like you, they need to be in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's what stirs up the, 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 the whole thing that they did to you in the first place when really and truly you're trying to forgive and move on. Yeah. And you're trying to say, yeah, okay, I've forgiven you. I've, ha- I've got my peace. It's time to move on. But you see, forgiveness, someone said it's like, Drinking a poison, expecting the person to die if yeah. you don't forgive them. Because guess what? You know when you said something happened to someone, which is the karma that things go around. Yeah. Not until you let go, 
whatever's meant to happen to them. Not that we wish anything bad. No, 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 no. Yeah, but it's different. We, yeah. are, we all know that actions bring consequences. Every time. Good actions bring bad. good consequences. Yeah. Bad actions bring bad consequences. When you do something to someone, it doesn't just go to waste. No. Do you know what I mean? Even sometimes when, when I do or say something or I tell a lie or whatever, it comes back around. Facts. It comes back around. So I feel with forgiveness, you kind of have to say, I love myself enough. Trust me. And I respect myself enough to Trust let me. go, to wish them well. Because Trust you know me. what? You're not doing it for them. Uh, yes, for you, you're doing it for every you. time. It's for you. So you have to have that certain amount of self-love mm. to right. know that I'm loving myself for right. giving that person. Because they... Mm. I'm so much better than this. It's kind of one of them ones, you know? I'm so much better than this. And I want to grow into a better person. So they don't win. Because yeah, if we no, stoop right. low on their level all the time, guess what? They're dragging us down to their level. And we're, and we're, we're, we're agreeing with it. We're signing up to it. We're like, yeah, yeah, I'm down on their level hating you. No, I don't want to hate you. I wish you all the best. It's not worth it. But it's, yeah. Because my forgiveness thing is... I don't have to be around you. I can forgive you. Simple. Move on. You Simple. Can go do your way. But a lot of people, they get forgiven and they think they deserve a place still in your life. Hundred. It doesn't work it doesn't like that. <laughs> you decide who is in your life. You Every know? time. You're in control of your own happiness and your self-love and your journey. And you should not feel guilty about not giving yourself that. No, you're right. I, I, we yeah, no, you're right. Ourself, you know, no, you're right. The things we go through. I've, I've, I've always felt victim. Myself, so I know. Do you know, I've, I've always felt victim of that. Because I, I can say it with Chester's in the idea of I've held on to things for so long, yeah, and I felt like if I forgave someone day one, mm-hmm. until I realised, yeah, I'm never going to yeah. get right until I just let the idea go that anyone's winning anything, mm-hmm. you have to let go for yourself, yeah? Because more time, if someone does you wrong and you're still hating out there, mm-hmm. they're still living their best life, you know, while you're yeah. at home just resenting and hating them, and they're out there just but you know what? living a great it's, life. It's okay to feel... How they make you feel though, and yeah, ride the of course, wave. of course. Because sometimes when people like do certain things, man, mm. and you forgive them, you know, and then like a month or two months, and it come back in your head again, the devil throw it back in your head again. <laughs> yeah, you think, yeah, hold on, I forgive know, this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. Why am I feeling like this again? You know what? It's a maintenance. No, it's true. You have, right, to, right. You, have mm. to, you have to make a difference between pardoning mm-hmm. and forgiving. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't know this. Forgiving someone mm-hmm. is that you've both acknowledged that you've done something fucked, you've done something messed up. I'm yeah. to swear on these episodes. You've, someone's done something messed up to you and you've found it in your heart to forgive them. Mm-hmm. Now, forgiveness doesn't mean I let you back in. Does it not mean to that. that. Doesn't mean to that. Pardoning is a whole nother level of, of yeah. like a level of um, mental like winning. Pardoning is when you've done something to me. Mm-hmm. I have not even acknowledged it, but it's happened, mm-hmm. and I've just let it go to the side, and I've just we've just moved on right. instantly. Yeah. That's pardoning, and that's that takes that's greater than forgiving, and that's why I believe that anyone who has the ability to pardon will have a mm-hmm. with a great mind because you won't be taking everything to heart. Exactly, I was gonna say that because, because when you that's, take too that's much peace, on, you know, yeah. that's, that's a sign of peace. I'm peace. not letting no one's yeah. evilness peace. or bad yeah. mindness make me. When it goes over your head, you're not even vibrating on that level. No. Anymore. You, you know, the the money, you're, you're vibrating life. on a level where you're seeking goodness and greatness. That's it. Do you get what I'm saying? That's it. So they're just down there hoping that they'll feed off the reaction of mm, them facts. hurting you when you really and truly you're overlooking all that. Overlooking, you're getting new man. blessings. Trust me. You know, you know, masses on you every morning. You know, my, my thing, you know, when Storms said, blinded by your grace, mm. and masses on you every morning I wake up, I said, 
Mass is on you, what you got for me. I'm blinded by your grace. I say things like that because mm. I want to dominate my day. Because mm-hmm. I, I know that people will either ring you with some crap or some situations you go out there or I argue with the cabman mm. or, you know what I'm saying? These yeah. are real stuff, you know, that will just bring <laughs> you down and make you remember about the thing that you forgive someone 10 years ago. And because you're having a shit day, you re- remind you again. That's how it goes. Yeah, you know? come down here. Yeah. Come back in your head for come and add to it. You know, it's a misery love company. Trust me, it really does. Listen, you know. one negative thought, you see 10 more coming. Whereas if you're on a spiritual growth or you're yeah. trying to elevate to another yeah. level, one negative thought, you see 10 more coming in quick. Yeah. This is some backup. Yeah? I, I believe that. Yeah, backup. no, you it's true. Control. I've lived in a negative space for mm. 80% of my life. So being negative long, and being dark and being evil and being that, that's a very easy thing for me. Mm-hmm. I'm very easily done by that. As no, time went on in my life, I, I started to realise and recognise that flaw inside of myself. That flaw inside of myself made me understand that I need to follow a greater purpose than my actual self. You have to. Yeah. And I believe that most men don't actually understand what purpose is. They mm. think purpose is to make money, take nope. care of your family and all that. None There's of that. a higher purpose to life yeah. in general. Beyond. Once you can find that purpose... Mm. Your living is not for people. So mm-hmm. my actions are not for people. If I do good to anybody, mm-hmm. I'm never doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something from now. I've never done something for people because I've realized you do something for people, mm-hmm. people turn around and spit in your face after. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to feel hurt and demoralized and feel mm-hmm. like, oh, 100%. this person's ungrateful. And it's going to affect you mentally yeah. hard. A thousand, yeah. But when you do things for like a, like a higher purpose, like I'm doing it for my Lord, bro. Like I don't care if people even thank me or say mm-hmm. thank you or nothing. I don't care whether you spit on me or not or say thank you or not. Because it's part of your journey. Yes. It's true. Yeah. And And it's building me. See what I'm saying? And I feel like in life in general, if you don't learn how to forgive Mm -hmm. and pardon, you'll never be able to have peace of mind. You'll never have. And forgiveness is is so important, yeah, in friendships. Because as a friend, you will make mistakes against your friend. Of course. You might bust a joke one day and he doesn't like it. And your friend says, you know, I don't even respect what you said. You're human, man. You know what, my brother? I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, Yeah. I don't even mean that, you know. And that little communication there is the reason why your friendship's long. 100. Yeah. Does it make sense? Not that, uh, I'm sorry, but brother, you done it. No, own it. Yeah. Take full accountability, brother. Like, if I've done something wrong against you, I'm taking full accountability. There's no excuse why I've done it. Mm -hmm. I've done it. I'm sorry. Can we move forward? If you don't want to chat to me again, I even understand mm. if it's that bad of a thing that I've yeah. done to you. I'm, I'm ready to own that that feeling that what I've done to you. Yeah. And I feel like if you get to I that point in life ready. where you can do that, you have, you've got to a, like a great stage inside of your mind because now you're Facts. aware of other people's feelings and how you make them feel. Because mm-hmm. that's very, very important. I feel like sometimes we go through life not even caring how everyone else feels. It's all about how I feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying don't be selfish sometimes. You yeah. have to be selfish. Right. You have to you consider have to. how we come across and how other people... To the people that we love. Yeah. To the people, people that, that we love. love. Because that's part of respecting them and you, yes. you deserve the respect back. Yes. You know what I mean? So that you're all down to boundaries as well. Because yeah. sometimes we put out so much respect for people and they don't give it back. And we feel compelled to be around them all the time. No. Because then that's going to stop your growth. It, mm. need, it needs to be reciprocated. Mm. That's why with boundaries, see when you're on a self-growth or you want to choose to like do something better with your life, it's so hard to shed off the people that you're comfortable with. It really with. is, it really because is. Because when you find 90% of the time, they're not giving you what you deserve, what you're giving out to all these other people that are highlighting you and seeing the best in you. You know, these other people that are on the sidelines that, oh my God, like as you're an amazing person. Mm. And the person that you're feeding into, they're not even giving you that energy. Trust me. And you're thinking, well, why Trust am I here? Me. 
Yeah. Hold on, because mm. I've spent too much time around, got too comfortable. Now you're comfortable. You can't even bother to respect me, me. or my boundaries mm. or to even value anything that I'm doing or, you know what I mean? Trust me. So it's about putting up boundaries, man, and just move on and just don't feel no way. That's why I said I, I, I tolerate zero disrespect. Mm. I tolerate 100%, zero disrespect. 100%. And people might think, oh, but you're being a little bit harsh. No. You see no. the moment that I feel like you're yeah, violating no. me and disrespecting me? I'm going to express it to you. I'm, see if you don't I'm, take I'm, on I'm what out. I'm saying. I'm out. Then you're out. I'm out. See that Simple. self-love there? I'm, that, see, see, I'm out. See that self-love there? No, but I'm saying... Do you see I'm, that self-love? I'm saying to you, that the way I'm doing it is so cold. That is... The way I'm doing it is so cold. You're going to think that I'm evil. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. blocking good. you on everything <laughs> and I don't want to even hear from you ever again. And if you call me on private number, you best be answer the phone and say, who's this? And once I realise it's your voice, I'm locking off. And I'm, I'm never answering my phone. That's self love, though. But the, the thing is, yeah, that's self love. I used to think that and I was being. And when you block them on everything, and they come on private number nine, man, they just the devil send them. Straight <laughs> up, I mean, you get blocked, and you're trying to get through on private number. Because see that's me, just... I, this is what I say to everybody. Mm-hmm. I always begin every single conversation in my mm-hmm. life with respect. Yeah. And the reason why I say that to everybody is because I want you to know that I respect you initially. The moment I see you disrespect me mm-hmm. is the moment that there's no more respect there. I have no more respect for you. It's the whole thing is disrespectful now yeah. mm. because I, I feel like you don't respect me. And remember, you talk about boundaries. Yeah. That's my boundaries. Yeah. I, will, everybody I meet, every single human being, my mum mm-hmm. raised me as a respectful young man. Yeah. And I, I, I love my mum for that. You taught me very good lessons, mum, and I love you. Mm-hmm. Thank Shout you very much. Mumsy, she, she taught me to be respectful to every individual, yeah. whether you know them or not, whether they're in a worse position or you you're in a better out, position. Give them respect, even if the poorest man on the road mm-hmm. is a tramp and I was like, look at that crackhead. I'll give him my respect yeah. until he disrespects me. Yeah. That's when the whole thing is over. Mm-hmm. But I give everyone so once that person crosses that line of disrespect, the reason why I take it so harshly is because I know I'm a respectful young man, mm-hmm. right. and all you're gonna bring out in me is total disrespect now. Mm-hmm. So it's best that I leave the situation because you're gonna say I'm the bad person in the end, yeah. even though you started in disrespect. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the most disrespectful person that you've ever met in your life. Yeah. And because I'm Jamaican, it's gonna come out in the maddest way. My, yeah. work, my mouth is gonna come daddy. out sick on you. So what's the point of me doing that and lowering yeah. myself? And if my <laughs> vibration levels go down, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking all. Stupid, immature. Ten years ago, we well, see my little man down there. Because yeah. I don't want to think like that. Because I hear a big man speak like that. I'm like, big man, yeah. you're a sixty year old you're man. Yeah, you're 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 you are you are See me, me, I lick him down and kill. Yo, I'm <laughs> 60 years old, but I lick down ooh. Oh go sit down. You know what I'm in my head? I'm like, unks, please allow it, bro. Allow and they're walking with the hip under there, <laughs> but they're gonna lick down. That's all tired on the couch, bro. Listen. Lick down ooh. Unks, what's up? Unks, funny, you know. Yeah. But I don't wanna be that guy when I'm 60 years old talking about, yeah, I mean, I lick my own. No. I don't wanna be that guy. So, more time, if I'm in the situation where I feel like, it's just a total disrespectful situation and <laughs> it's, it's leading me to have disrespectful thoughts and I'm thinking, and I've explained to the person that I feel like you're disrespecting me mm-hmm. and the person keeps doing it, cut off, instant, mm-hmm. yeah, instant, instant. Do you know that? What you just said there, do you know that you've broken a generational curse? What do you mean? Go on. Do you know that you have, because uh, you know what, um, I spoke to a few people and they were saying something about generational curse. I remember this lady, the speaker, and she said there were certain things that her granddad wanted to do mm. and he never got to do it and she started doing it and then she realised that the things that her older foreparents and uncles 
wanted to do, she's now doing it. Right. And people think breaking generational curses is some big major break curse and all mm. of that. It's mm. the little things that our four parents yep. or our uncles mm-hmm. and our cousins, them that never got the chance to do. Because mm. I think on some level, your uncle, if they had the knowledge and, and experiences that we're having, right. that we're mo- like not moaning about, but the, the, the things that we go through, right. the people, right. the betrayal and all of these things. Uh, and look how we come out. That's true. But they never got the chance to even get that emotional intelligence mm-hmm. to kind of know that put negativity away, Facts. take the higher road, blah, blah. There's certain thing. things that we learn in our generation, even though they're saying our generation is a bit this and this yeah, and that. Yeah, of course, of course. Let's course. face it. We have this emotional intelligence because of the shit we go through. 100%. Because of the stuff and the tons of relationship problems, the friendships that don't mount to nothing. All of these things carved us to make us better people. And if we have this, children this and even youths or anyone or anyone that you come on your show, you're dropping piece of that gems. to them. Gems. And, you know, and it's those gems that's going to get passed on one day. They're going to say, you know, I remember Facts. this guy from the, you know, the podcast. I was on the podcast and blah, blah, blah. Yes, yeah, sure. And that's how it travels. Mm. And I don't think anyone stops to actually realise that we do pass each other gems. We just don't see it. because we, we do. There's no one in society that's going to come and say, well, you know, you're actually saying this. Oh, my God. No, everyone's focused on themselves. Trust me. No one's not focusing that this person's actually adding value. Trust you me. know, this person's adding value to I that guess person. It gets no, lost. no, they see mm. the 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 what you call it? I put up a status one time where they say they they only they criticize something. Mm-hmm. They don't focus on the fruits. Right. They only focus on the the, right. the, 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 the bad. Of you know, course. Something has Human nature. Their lines. Human nature, and man. It's, it's that they just draw onto that first. Of course. They don't see the, 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 what it comes out to. Never do. They just look on the other side and just yeah. make you think it's circumstances that make you look on that. Trust know. me. Yeah, man. They never you're, you're, do. You're, you're going to make changes like, differently and things like that. Yeah, but you, you have to evolve. You have to grow. It's mm-hmm. funny when he says, my dad's 75. Mm-hmm. And if someone pisses him off, he's still saying to this day, I could, I get somebody to, cut, to come shoot your blood clean. I'm like, but still, <laughs> you're 75, you know. Still you, just got you just got a lot to do on you just got to love him because that's the only way he's they know. He's 75 and he's still talking degrees. I'm like, yo, pop, sit down, hold something. Listen, man. But nowadays, it's just funny because nowadays it's like, I feel like, do you know what, yeah? I swear I was digging the other day. I was like, do you know what, yeah? Like, I refuse to... I, like I refuse to like beef with a black man nowadays. Mm. I, I, I'm not. I can't even get there anymore. Yeah, I yeah. can't. Like as I'm getting older, things are becoming clearer. So when I was like when I was a young guy, like the aggressive energy of a young male was just it was it was, it was apparent. You realize it's ignorance now. But, like, when, but, but now I'm big forty five. I think what was I even on? But I had mm. to go through the stages to realize. Yeah. Now my man is like, I, what like what was I even on before? So now when I see a young boy, I understand the energy where it's coming from. Mm. But as an older man. Like, like when you yeah. keep with, like, when they you have to go for their. They process, have to go for it. They have to go for their you process of not yeah. knowing the value of silence. Let them go for it. Or let that, yeah. Let them yeah. go for it. That's so true. I was there, and now, especially when, like, when your dad is like, you have to sort. But now, obviously, that, um, that the time we live in now mm-hmm. is completely different. But every generation provides a different sort of knowledge and sort of mm-hmm. t- things you can take from it. Yeah. So our old school mentality, like, have we stuck in? The 80s, mm-hmm. but the 2020 is like different, but it's still relevant because we're like it's still relevant. It's still relevant. But this is what I mean. People don't look. They don't look at. Oh my God! Look at the world's Do turning you know what I mean? to this. Look at this one's changing. Look at look at Hollywood. Listen, everything that's happening now, it was happening 100 years 100. ago. 100. It was happening 50 years ago. 100. It's just that it's what you're focused on. It's what you're conditioned to focus on. Yeah. There are other things around you that you can value. That you can have Trust a peaceful me. life. 
You can have a trouble-free, peaceful life, mm-hmm. paradise on this earth. It really is. If you have a certain mindset. It's mad how mindset you know is. Saying? The mindset you know, is everything. The mindset just put it. Sometimes I wake up happy, you know. You have to. Just because. Sometimes I wake up happy and I know what I've come No, but you know what? I, 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 I know happiness. Well, I thought I was the only person, Listen, man. No, I do this. You have to have a level. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. People of happiness, it's unhappiness in your life to know what true happiness is. Yes. Mm. Do you understand the feeling that you have that you just like... It's all taken over you, and you just value. I value my kids. I Trust look me. at them, and sometimes I smile when I see them. I'm thinking there was just times I woke up and I wanted to just hug them, and I couldn't. For no, and yeah. now I can. It's like I'm set for life. Yes. Feeling. Mm-hmm. I want to achieve everything. I want to just go and chase my goals. I don't care if I fail. Don't, I could start again because I've started from scratch. Right. You, you know them ones there, mm. and it's just like I'm just grateful for everything. I want to just pour my love to everyone. Sometimes I get a bit annoyed with the cabman. I mentioned that because. <laughs> 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 Me off. But you know what? No, because, no, because you know what? I used to think that I'm this horrible the person. Cabman. Like, why am I trying draw. to help people? And I mean, cussing with the cabman. This is what I, because we ch- we hard on ourselves sometimes you know, mm-hmm. on our growth and not knowing that we're not perfect. Never gonna we're be. Just, we're never just gonna on a journey, be. and never we're never gonna, gonna, gonna be. be. And I just said, you know what? That's just me. I just own myself. I said, you know what? The cabman pissed me off, but you know what I do? I said, you know what? We end up in some debate at the end and some discussion after the argument. I think, you know what? Back in the day, it wouldn't be like that. It would right. be in a big argument, slam door, boom, bam, and exit. Mm, mm, so you know what I do man. now? I try and manipulate mm. the, my bad traits. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Because when you own yourself and you look on yourself and you know like the things that you struggle with, mm. you find a way to try and shed light to it. Mm. So eventually it goes. I don't argue with the cabman no mm. more because I've put shed light to it. I've mm. acknowledged that I do that. Yep, yep, yep. And, and, and I've tried to find a way mm. how I can make peace at the end of my journey because if I weren't looking at my traits and how negative I was coming across, I wouldn't have yet to work on it. Now, 
I have positive conversations. I have uplifting conversations with the cabinet. Do you get what I'm saying? Bro, hold I, on. I never but, would have achieved that. Well, I never would have achieved that. But like, what was you on spot with with the cab driver? Like, what what, what was the like, issue? You know, it would be <laughs> sometimes they'll come with their energy in it, and they're just very rude. Okay. Because sometimes you out there and you're you're like having a good day, very peaceful. Mm. You know, having a go on, go on, go and then on. you go in the cab, and then the way how they're talking to you, because not a lot of men have respect sometimes in certain settings. Okay. Mm. And when you're giving that respect, and that's what you're oozing out. Mm. You don't necessarily get that back, whether mm. from any setting. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes I feel like when I go into certain on certain journeys, you have certain men are just like very rude and disrespectful and they okay. shout and they're raising their voice and just and I'm like, just prophet, just calm down. Like what's but because they've had like it's about understanding as well. Because they've had negative passengers before and customers. They they, they, deal, they, with, they deal with you like that. And it's about understanding and because I know that and I can reflect on that. Mm. I see past them and I get to, mm-hmm. I said, you know what? You've dealt with a lot of negative people, haven't you, coming in the car? And I said, you know what? And they start telling me about that. Do you this get what is the journey. I just took a shot. Because it must be because of that, because you don't know me and I ain't done you nothing. So it must be a reason why all this energy and you're angry and you're this and that. And it turns out where they've dealt with so much shit from customers. Of course, we're human. We're human. Things to them so much. Of course. They put up their guard. Mm. So, so they don't even know when a genuine person is actually coming in their cab mm. to just bless them with all the Everyone's, everyone's you just. Know, everyone's there from mm. like the, the old grateful and all that energy. They don't see that. They just see the other person that's pissed them off. Mm. But, you, but when you like when you get angry, like like do you talk yard? Um, look up. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Listen, don't piss me. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that always happening? All the cab man them had big for me. Yeah. Look how big head man I come try tell me. Listen, I get in the most argument because they're always rude, and I want to enjoy my journey. I want to. Yes. I want to get to my destination. No cop. Big head boy. But then there's always one that's always ready to test me, and I think the devil was using that. Because when I'm trying to like do everything else and go through life and think I've got everything under control, there's this one little moment like, to come try on my weakness. You know, then one day because I'm always arguing with them, Trust me. it always creep up. <laughs> I always get a little rude one. But yeah, you have to. What's your greatest mm-hmm. lesson that you've learned this year? This year. What are we now, May? Yeah. Mm. For what four months? Let me think about the greatest one. Five months in. I tell you mine, yeah. I've told you my greatest lesson. The greatest lesson I've learned, yeah. And you know, I've heard this year after year after year after year. But me being the hothead that I am, mm-hmm. from I don't from a situation is too mad for me. My mind goes straight into self destruct mode. It's true. So if if something's paining me or someone's trying to do something to me yeah, or someone's trying to bring me down something, I go into self-destruct mode. Self-destruct mode to me is this person's doing this. I need to eliminate them. I need to be eliminated. 100. I need to eliminate this this person from from the planet. What I have learned this year, and this is going to be one of the biggest things I've proper sucked this in, is do not react to everything 100. that is wants you to react to. Oh. Do you know how hard that's been for me this year? That is good. People have been trying to draw me out so hard. And I just sit back and I'm just like, I've got so much things I can say right now. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And I just, I just, I just, it's all real. the realisation that that gets used as well. Because you see, when you've got a weakness or you tend to, like what us people, people prey on that, man. Yeah. It gets used. 
you know you've got negative forces and your positive forces. Of course, of course. And negative forces uses our little of, weakness of, of course. to try and bring more. Of so you course. know things that you struggle with, you probably get it ten times more than I would get it's because true. I don't struggle with it. hundred percent. And for you to like reach a point where you recognise that, and you, you kind of see a way out. I've, re- I've recognised it to the you biggest of my know. things. And you I'm shed light to that, which takes the power away from it. Yeah. I just know. That, that is it. When you anybody, it, anyone, anybody, it. right, the maddest comment under my video, right, do anything, anything about me, like mm-hmm. someone on the road trying to draw me out, try to cut me up, do something. The first thing I say is, don't react. Mm-hmm. Think, brother, think. Think first, think, like later. Think. Think first, because like this, later. I could write something. And the thing is, I'm, I'm very sharp. Mm-hmm. I'm sharp with it. My tongue's sharp with it. Mm-hmm. This me, I'm dissing you back. We have a custom match, brother. I'm not losing, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that this is not always the correct way. Mm-hmm. Stop Gross, letting man. people trick you out your position, bro. Yeah. They've been doing it your whole life. Don't you get it? Start see, to I not react. A lot of, um, quotes that say it's not everything that needs addressing. Yeah, something, facts. Some things are said to distract you from your vision. Ooh. Whatever you're working on. Some things were designed to distract you on your journey. Imagine. Especially if you made a choice. Because only you know what choice you made when you wake up and you say, you know what, I want to be a better person. Of course. I want to actually go and achieve this. Ten things are lining up to come. <laughs> oh my Lord. I have a ring you to tell you about something that happened five weeks ago or something. And, you know, I was talking to someone in nail shop two weeks ago and she was, t- she was talking about something positive And I was talking, you know, three people trying to ring in. Mad. And I smiled because it's happened before. Mad. You see, sometimes the girl was listening to something I had to say and she asked me a question and we opened up to a nice little debate. And her phone started blowing and her phone went ringing at all, like, for the whole time. It just started ringing when we touched. Energies are real, innit? Energies are real, man. You know what I mean? And I could tell that she was taking a little gem Mm. for her little life and her little relationship. Facts. And she was in distress. Do you understand what I'm saying? And her phone just blowing, it just shows that. Things are sent. It's true. You just have to figure it out. Because what I do now, I say to people, I figure out the devil's um, patterns. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Patterns don't lie. Don't lie. And that's how you recognize people's intentions as well. Hundred. You see, because people don't fake their patterns. You know, they can't do it. They think they they can, but they can't. They can't. You just see the the things they say, and you know they're not about nothing. Because if they value their words, you know they're not going to value yours. Mm. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, and and the thing is, and and that's the thing. Yeah, you can't like you can't put out like every fire, man. Mm-mm. And and it's not meant to either. You're not meant to put out every fire. You're not meant to. Why? Why would you do it? Battles where that's not for us. Hundred. You know, there's battles for us, and sometimes we can just be still. I love this. That's what I learned. This is, that's what I learned. You know what's mad? You, you, you know what's mad? Go on. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that, you know. Well, be what? Still. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not lying to you. Right now, I was going to write that down right there. <laughs> I swear that I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. Let me tell you something. Oh, my days. I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying. You've had years of being independent and just self-reliant on yourself. Start to hit. Start to hit, man. You start to think that everything you've got to deal with, everything you've got to handle, every move you've got to do, and if it... Yeah, this instinctive. Still brings so much more than I could ever grow up for myself, and I had to learn to just surrender. Simple. Because when you're, you know, there's a lot of people out there that's been on their own. Mm. I remember Fifty Cent. There was a quote that he said, "You know, Jeez. I've never had no one to run back to." to run yeah, back yeah, to. yeah. I know I you don't. I thought you said one. I loved it because when you don't have that person to run to or whatnot. You become this warrior. You have to own, be. But then it, you have to look at yourself like and be like, okay, I'm becoming the warrior, but you gotta be careful. You gotta manage it properly. Or is it gonna be a cold hearted warrior? Trust me. Or a bitter warrior or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? And he said, you know, 
he never had to run back because there was no one to go to. And I think that's where he learned half of his ways. He's a powerful I'm guy. Glad, right I'm now. glad you saw that quote, you know, Listen, because, I because, because I remember him saying, like, who am I going to get? Me? Who am I going to get? <laughs> me? Me? Run back to get me? <laughs> There's no one and there. There's no one there. There's no one and there. And let me tell you something. He physically never had no one there, but For a real? lot of people in their life had people, mm. but they weren't there. I've spoken to a lot of young girls that said their family didn't get them. Mm. They were in the family, but they were unseen. They were unseen. They were never loved. And I think that was the point when I said, oh, my God. Like, she's in a big family, but she said she was never seen. And That's she's mad, a, isn't she's it? A, she's mad. That's a matter of thing. I'm not going to lie She was mad. never seen. And the straight How away, I saw her and I felt mm. for her for a split second because I felt a little bit unseen. But I never knew until when I spoke to that girl. You had a... Sometimes yeah. we, we talk to people and they tap into things that we bury, you know? It's true. You know what I'm saying? Unintentionally yeah. as well. That's, that's right. You know, yeah. there's, things, there's some things lodged in you right hundred, now that probably... There's probably hundred. things that are lodged in me right now that I ain't even touched yet because I ain't just ain't met that person. It's true to, 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 to get, get out, yeah, yeah, to get out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm that's saying? That's why this and podcasting thing is, Listen, is incredible. It's free therapy. Yeah. It's free therapy, man. And you don't know, you don't realise the lives that you know how much people dm me and me and my call hundred you know i'm like thank you so suicidal much. bro you know, I, I was about to kill myself suicidal guys like, like, this, this relationship i understand what was going on i didn't know what was going on before brother I, I, was, I was in the dark i didn't understand what was happening mm -hmm. so i just felt like it was just no point living because how much i'm just gonna be my life and i was just like brother and then we had a, like, a nice little dialogue and i dropped mm -hmm. him with some gems and after he was happy and you know I feel like if you can touch people's lives in a positive way, in any settings, yeah, you've done something right in life, in general. You've won like, I don't feel like I can change the whole world. I, I know I can't do of that. Of course not. But if I can change one person's mindset, mm -hmm. just you've already one won. Person, you've already won. I've won. That's you've me. Already I've, won. Done, I've done what yeah. I was put on this planet to do, no, if I'm honest. you're right. Because I think the first, my delinquent nation mm. interview, I remember a guy reached out to me, he came up from prison, and he said he's been in his room. He said, thank you. Thank you, my sister, for speaking up for us. Right. I was talking my story. I never had no intention. Not that I never wanted to help anyone, mm -hmm. but I'm just showing you the realness of it. Sometimes we're going and I'm shitting myself thinking I'm going to talk about my pain now. And that's what I was mm -hmm. focused on. Mm -hmm. Not knowing about the people in closed doors. Right. That were indoors that feel like they're still inside. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, my mentoring services that I started, mm -hmm. that's one of thing that made me wanted to do this mm. is to help the people that's come out that feel like they ain't got a voice mm. they ain't got a back they ain't got no worth right. nothing they can't even create a destiny like they can't even create a goal because they don't they feel worthless and they feel like they're not worth anything which is so wrong do you know what i'm saying he said thank you for speaking up for us you just spoke my story mm. tell us about your mentoring service because I'm, I'm interested now you know what i started a mentoring services and it's it's merely to sort of change the mindset of because you see when I've, I used to work with men with complex needs before going into prison so okay. I've got a history of being a key worker mm. okay. and understanding behaviours okay. of what prison can do to your mind as a guy mm. and as a female as well mm. now I've got the female experience because of mm. going in there myself mm. but I feel like God gave me all angles of it yep, yep, yep. I never knew I was going to get into that way where I connected I remember talking to two young boys in my work setting, because I work with young people part-time, and I said to him one day, I said, listen, I think he was struggling and he didn't want to go to college or he didn't want to do something. And he's been inside. 
I said, you need to rem remember who you are. Your life ain't done. You need to go and do this, not for nobody else, mm. but for you. Because yeah. you got a lot waiting for you. And I, and I don't know where that came from when I said that to him. I'm being honest with you. Bro, I don't it was know where there. it came it from. Was there. But I wanted to connect with him so much because I could, it's almost like I could feel his pain. Right. And I could see his potential right, at right, the same right, time. Right, 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 right. I'm feeling the guy's pain and I see his potential. Right, I'm right, like, right, right, right. This guy can do his thing. He can achieve his dreams and goals. Mm. And we have so much debates and topics and stuff like that. Yeah. But this guy's struggling right now. And that's why I said, nah, I feel like I need to create a platform. I need to create a mentoring services where I'm going to help you to get a job. I'm going to mentor you getting a job. If yeah. it's the CV you want mm. help with. That's, come on, if man. If it's to, in, this, in the interviews, that's you want me to boost your vibe. confidence. That's you're going to go in there and let, make them want you. You're not going to go in there and beg for no one's job. Mm. You are gonna go in there, they're gonna run you down. That's the mindset That's a whole vibe. that I want my mentoring services mm. to give out to other mm. to the clients. Mm. And that's what I've, cre I've created recently. Um, I've created it some time ago, but now I've redeveloped it and got a new logo. And Track the thing. Yeah, Track so thing, you know what? And I'm, I'm gonna have like available booking sessions online. I'm gonna have workshops as well that I can hopefully go into youth establishments. Do it all. Young people establish like you do know, like you know, do youth prisons, and I will go there and do like group sessions, and of that's course. for the future. But for now, I'm doing like booking sessions and working with people if they want to help with their mindset or to get into a job, or if they want. Right now, I even help people with immigration because I got served deportation papers. Okay, so I've got an advisory service. Where okay. I've helped two clients successfully already. They've got back to me and said thank you. They've done what I told you. You're already them to up. Do. Then you're already up. And do you know what I'm saying? You're and, 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 and I just felt good when she came back to me because I had faith in her that she was going to get it. And sometimes when you have good intentions for people, you know, it carries a lot of weight. Of course it does. Listen, it carries so much weight because when people come to me and ask me for help, I want them to win instantly. 100. I just get that feeling where, listen, hate. you asking me right now, listen, God love me and the love's going to pour right over you. So it's just going to work out for you. And that's what I carry in my mentoring services. You know, mm. I want people to like, because I've seen how they pull you down in the system, by the way. Trust me. I haven't really shed on that. Part of the mentoring system is I've seen how the system holds you on a level where they make you feel like you're that because that's how society of course. people that's gone in. Of course. And I've no, I know how to overlook that because I've I've been looked at that for the whole half my life. Mm -hmm. So going in there getting it, I'm like, hello, shield, like armor of God mm -hmm. is on here because I've been treated like that already and I'm a person where if you treat me a certain way I become immune to it of course and I become immune to it and numb and I had to deal with it in prison and I had to do my healing because I was hiding underneath my pain and my scars and just I was just surviving I was just survival you know when you're just in the wind that's all you can do man so when you deal with your stuff and you realize how beautiful it feels after all the stuff you've been through and you work through it, you just want to pass it on to other, you want to give other people the opportunity to just improve their mindset. Because you understand And it. know that they're warriors and they're like, they can achieve everything they want to achieve. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I just want them to just achieve their goals. Because know that they're there. worth a lot. You've been there. So, so hold on. So what's that? So what is, what age did you actually go into prison? Um, 2016. And how long was the duration for? Like, how long Four was years. Spending? And like, what, like, do you feel like, like, what was your first day like? Do you remember your first day? My first day like in, in Holloway. Yeah. Do you know oh, what? Oh, Holloway. Okay, I know that. I yeah. went Holloway first yeah. and that was the year they were closing, you know. <laughs> Listen, I go and end it there. 
<laughs> yeah, that and is, find my little pink Bible that I still got. Yeah, that's right. Like, 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 do you remember your first day? Like, how you felt? Like, the whole process? It was a night. It wasn't a day. I went in when it was late. So, they had to rush me. So, I went in the shower and got my stuff. And they right. gave me my little package. Yeah. Your little tracksuit, your yeah, grey tracksuit, yeah, yeah. your jumper, your toothbrush. You know, you look a good and, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. looking at these shoes thinking, what? What's this? I even Primark and I have these. And, yeah. you know, the tracksuit, them just so like, you know, because that was my mentality going in. Mm-hmm. I was very materialistic. Do you understand? So this is what I, you see, when you're survival and you, you spend, spend money and you shop, 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 these things were covering mm-hmm. all what I needed to work on without mm-hmm. me knowing. Do you get what I'm saying? So I went into prison with that mentality. Not knowing what was gonna hit me. But the reality was different, isn't it? First night is just like reality said, like you're in here for That was my survival mode. Yeah, that survival, was my mode, survival, survival mode, survival mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got into survival mode because this is me, like I'm I'm going through another trauma again. Like, what do I cling to? There was nothing to cling to. The only thing I could cling to was what I was living for the, all my life. Like, what's that? Oh, mm. I don't want this. No, 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 no. And all of that. That's right. how I was thinking. It's, right. it's the way of thinking that you're accustomed to for a certain time. Not that it's the right way, but that was the way how you, you kind of survived. Remember, going through breakup and going through... Um, when you have a partner, yes. when you've separated from someone yeah. and they try to spite you because you've separated <laughs> from the abuse. Mm-hmm. And it's like they want to take it out on you and the children. And play a victim. Yeah. 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 When, 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 you, when you've gone through all these things yeah. and on top of everything, you're thinking everyone deceived you, everyone's let you down, mm. you ain't got nothing to... Like, you just might as well fix yourself up. You know what I'm saying? You might as well just, yeah. And I turned on myself and I just wanted, you know, I remember people were like, you know, I had a few friends who were like, oh, why are you concerned about getting this and getting that? They didn't understand that I just wanted to feel that little comfort for a little hot minute because I was in, in the, we call it, in the, how you call it now, in a dungeon. In a box, man. In a box. And Mm. mind you, it was not as bad as how I perceived prison because I thought that everywhere would be dirty in the room and it wasn't. It went like that. The conditions weren't as bad as how people said. The only okay. thing that was bad was me being away from my children. Of course, and of course. I'm in a place where um, I've lost all my liberty, so I have to follow these rules by these officers and yes. they tell me where to go for the first when time. When to go toilet or Because I don't get told by people what to do and where to go. So trust me. And for the first time, that's what was happening. And I tried to just make the best of it. But I'm telling you, I don't think I slept properly. You got given a tobacco. Yeah, like a free tobacco. And me as a you know, as a as a cigarette smoker, you know, the push cigarette and all of this, yeah, get yeah, tobacco, gone. you're thinking, yes. okay, start rolling, you get me? And that was it really. It was just the night where I laid down in that empty room, it was just a bed, one kettle on the table over there. That's it. Lockdown. The pillow was hard, there was some hard <laughs> Like the most basic you know them shit ever. thick sponge and then a plastic over yes, it and then the a most pillow. basic stuff. Yeah, like you put your head on it, yeah, and Can't your sleep. neck will probably be in that position for the rest of the week you or can't something. Sleep. That's how it was for that first night. God <sighs> help me where they moved me. Did from you cry? There. Did you cry? Did you cry first night, did you cry? Be you honest. Know what? Your first night. I'm not gonna lie. I never cried my first night. I was on some gangster shit. Listen, I don't think I was on some I was like, I yeah, I'm with a man. Uh, no, I don't think uh, I actually dang. cried, cried tears. And maybe I was crying inside. I felt like I was angry at God. This is what I'm saying. I don't okay. know why. I was Gang. very angry, First but that night. was my defense. I was like, what the hell? I prayed in the, in, the, in, in the police station. Why am I here? 
I was in diva mode slash with hurt and survival mode and everything and just thinking, why did the God let me down? I did not take accountability. No accountability. No, no yeah. accountability. I was all up in myself and I was just thinking hurt. I was very broken that night because that was mm. the first time I realised I'm spending the first night without my children. It's and real life. They, this is real life. And they are my world. Well, everything. Yeah. They are my actual world and yeah. I'm going to spend the night without it. And it was my fault. You know how hard it is to live with something where you know it happened because of you and your children. Choices, your decisions. No, so it wasn't a, um, a good night. But yeah, but do you have any advice yeah. to young women going through trauma? Because that, that you've already been through like your fair share. So do you like, know what? The only advice I can give to someone going through trauma is it 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 doesn't listen. You got you see when you go through traumas, yeah, you're right. left thinking this is it. Mm-hmm. You're broken. You're affected. You're this. No, you're being prepared. Okay. 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 Every trauma prepares you. It's up to you if you l- choose to look on it as a preparation mm. or a de- deterioration. Right. Hey, brother, hey, brother, the, the thing was done, you know. The, the whole thing was done, you know. Was it? You're pouring nothing, you know. <laughs> you know, I saw That's you pouring nothing. Brother, you was pouring nothing. From how long? Brother, I saw you pouring and nothing. Half. Brother, but I'm saying, just a minute ago, you poured nothing. That was one drip. It's enough to keep me going, man. <laughs> so basically, what I was saying, you was pouring empty <laughs> Not the whole time. I know, I'm trying to listen, I'm trying to listen to you. Not the whole time. It's like this, look. Oh, hold on. He's done, he's done this Looking one. from here, do you not think it looks like there's a little bit there? It looks yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, right, <laughs> no, right. Is that a little bit? That's at the bottom. Listen, <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Jamaican man that can drink here. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like... <laughs> it does look like it is. Look at that sign. No, it's not. I'm not that wave. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not that wave. No, no, no. Let's go back. Let's you go back. Ball, but no, listen. no. Go on. Advice to a young woman going through trauma. Going through trauma, you're being prepared for. Um, mm-hmm. mm. Do you understand? And too much people get bogged down with their traumas, thinking it means tear down or hold me down yeah. or stuck mm. or. They say, oh, I've I got low self-esteem because I've gone through this. No, stop speaking what society's telling you. I'm not saying some people don't go through that, but of it doesn't course. apply to everyone. And I can't. Do you know what? You need to find out what your trauma's telling you. Because let me tell you something. My traumas brought me here today. Facts. Mm. I love my children in a very beautiful way. Yes. I don't scream at them. I don't Chat take the out my frustrations on them. I enjoy their presence. Yeah. I yeah. enjoy... Their, their time and attention of course and I go out with them and it's only because I become I've become who I've wanted all my life because mm. I've never had a mum I've never had a family setting so I create that space for my children and my traumas brought me to that because I made a choice do, do you know um, I'm going to get a little bit deep tonight with you get deep bro I'm, I'm going to get deep with you lot. you know saying that you you never grew up with a mother yeah? that's mad did that make you want to lo- does that make you love your children just a little bit more tell you the person I was before prison. Go on. Let me tell you the person. Okay, after. okay, okay. Before prison, I wanted to just make fair money because I never want my kids to to not have okay. no clothes. I want to make sure that they have all the best. They had all these shoe stairs, all the latest trainers, every brand, every color, every clothing, everything was just their toys. They even speak about it now. You know what I'm saying? I'm amused. Like, toys used to have that. Yes, I was loving them through material stuff because that was my knowledge. You get it? Mm. And growth and in time, now coming out, I realise being inside where we write to each other, 
and it was so special to them because they never had me and I never had them. Right, right, And right. the little cards that we made and the little simplicity mm. and stuff, I think now I can actually love them a bit more, mm-hmm. genuinely, mm-hmm. because I never had a mum. Because how I wanted to be loved, mm. I'm giving it to them. And guess what? It's working because every little thing that I liked, when I do it to them, they like, they give me that little smile. That make me yeah, yeah. Really know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes it special. They did the look that they give me that. Mm. You know, my second one, she got these chinky eyes and she just look and be like, <laughs> Mommy, you know, like, oh, Mommy, how do you know? Because I know. Because that's, that's how I feel. You should be loved. And mm. I think when you trust your heart, you never go wrong. When you mm. work for yourself, by the way. Talking about the trauma related feelings, talking about real heart feelings. But I suppose you say you never like, like, so you, ne- so you never knew your mum like any part. Like, like, did you ever search for her or try to understand? Well, do you want me to touch that subject? Because of course. I, I mean, I mean, we're here now. Well, like, like, what's how was that a process? Of interviews I've heard that I've never had a mum. So you guys are gonna get the exclusive now, where I've got in contact with her when I was really when I was nineteen. What was that like? And I think a number was passed to a cousin in the family. Okay. And some of them went to pass it on and all these kind of bag of okay. problems. And I finally got a number because I heard that my brother passed away in Spanish Town. They killed him in a shop. R.I.P. That was her second son. Because I'm the third. I've got two brothers. One died on her side. So I think she got in contact with me after he died. Okay. Some sort of, let me search for the other child. You know, I just lost one. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're in contact now, we're on the phone, we're talking, she'll send me a little change from America, I feel really good for the first time, i got a mum, you know, hey mum, call in, of course. all of these things. Now, over time, I realise that it's just all this expecting and it's just being crushed. Mm. Expecting this woman to actually be a mum, my, my perception of how a mum should be. Right. And she wasn't meeting any of that. And I still, we would argue certain things from me thinking oh you know i went into labor how come you never called me and you knew i went into labor you know little things like that little yeah it wasn't silly arguments it was things that i think a mom should 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 right. be able to step in and even right. offer a little right. phone call or even show that they care about support. the situation just a bit of, yeah, just a bit yeah. of a support yes and yes. their response their response would be oh but um and gone into some to some like quick explanation of why they didn't. Yeah. No yeah. sorry, no accountability, just, just excuses, and then blaming that I started the argument. Now this carried on for a while where I started believing that I was this troublesome person. Uh, how old? Um, eighteen, seventeen. Uh, and she was in and she was in America at this point. Yeah. Okay. So it's gone back now. It's touching. It's triggering me now to think this is what my side of family was thinking of me. This is the person that. Oh yeah. So they were right. You know, because when you when you start hearing, I'm talking about circ- when you're circled around negativity and when people are not loving you the right way. Yeah. When you react, they define you. You know. Of course. They say this is you. Of course. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm not loving you right, but yeah, how you're reacting? Yeah, you're you, you, you're horrible. <laughs> this is how they 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 that's how their mentality is. So over time, we would argue, would hang up, then would make up. I have the kids. Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to move to America. Okay. Inside, not a lot of people knew that. Okay. Get all my money ready, everything packed, ready to go America. Boom, thing happened, I got arrested. While I was, during my sentence, we were talking, but then we start get deep, because mm-hmm. to want to start getting to writing, mm-hmm. writing poetry, writing this, this and that. 
I write her a heartfelt letter. Mm. Tell her exactly how I feel and how I feel like. I don't think you're giving it enough mm-hmm. of what I feel a mum should do. Because her, how I see it is she would be quick to go on holiday mm. to go meet a man in Jamaica. Now, you're in your 50s. You're not coming to England to meet your grandkids and your daughter that you never had a relationship with. But you're quickly gone to Jamaica to meet a man. So now... Like I said to you, I start to pinpoint people's behaviours. And this is where I think half of my anger issues came from. Mm-hmm. It's people letting me down. Right. That's how I had to address it. Expectations. Expectations it? were crushing. Because I'm thinking, why is this woman that gave birth to... Because I can't understand it. Because if you I can't. had a child, I would want to be around them all the time. 100. I was broken completely in, in there with 100. my mind. Yeah. But this woman would be more giving expectations, making promises, and not meeting any of them. Right. Over time, I'd write to her and then she'll write me back. All it was about was how what she went through, how she hard she had it, mm. what happened to her. It was all about Never her. About you. All about her. Yeah. All about her. Over and over and over. So it's all about her. Then I started to realise now, obviously getting the training and I did a lot of qualifications to do psychology and trauma-related um, training and stuff like that. I, I don't know, it's like the more courses I went on and I started educating myself inside, the more I could see through her bullshit. The more I could see through the things that she was just telling me to just cloud up everything to just excuse it. But because I was very weak to that part because I needed a mom. Mm. I see people getting visits from their mom and it's just not a nice feeling because mm. I'm thinking, I am not getting that. I, w- I will never get that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So it taps into a lot of your insecurities about how you feel as a daughter that doesn't have a mom. Of course. So when you see the letters coming in, you start to realise that she's not actually explaining her past. She's creating excuses for the current because she's still that mom. Right. That don't care. That's why my dad put me where he put me. With your step... With my stepmom. Stepmom. Grew up in a... So you understand your dad's choices now, so that makes you even love him and even more. Right, even more. Give me this. Even more. This is what I'm trying to say to you. And that's why my grief turns into happiness now because I can see what my dad did and I respect his choices and I see this is a... For him to make that choice, he knew who she was right why he took me away because I'm thinking this man he's not easy you know I'm taking my to one how who has a breakup and the dad just pick up their daughter and just walk out right. do you ever hear that really like never. in Jamaica well, the thing is you don't hear that and you don't ever hear the mum even having that never Jamaican mum take away who's yeah, the daughter I mean. but guess what never. see my dad now they love to call him as the aggressor but that's what she used to refer to my dad as but guess what he had to be aggressive for a reason. Okay. He's not going to be aggressive for no reason. Yes. Now I hear stories about her. It's weird because now I hear a lot of stories about how she left my brother. So I shouldn't think of myself any different because the other two brothers, the one that died and the one that's in Jamaica, she never brought them up either. I was the third. Mm. So I think my dad saw what she'd done to the, the first okay. two. And guess what? Talking to her and she's always moaning about her mom and her sister. There's a sibling rivalry. Mm. I said to myself... This is not for me. Like, mm. this woman has her own issues. Yeah. Yes. And I had to start this. Because yes. someone said to me, how can you just, she's your mom. How can you not have a relationship? Listen, I've realised that we nobody owes us anything in no. this world. No, nope. Nobody owes us anything. It's our expectations yes. that hurt us. Yes. She gave birth to me. It doesn't necessarily mean she has to be a mother to me. Nope. I became the person I wanted because I never had her. Mm. Do you understand? My children needed me. It's about moving on and that's moving deep. forward. No, Trust me. Deep. You know, they are deep. That is what that's you just that was very deep because I've never ever ever heard someone say that like 
Just because she gave birth, it doesn't mean that. Like, it doesn't. But it doesn't. It, it doesn't. But it doesn't, though. And you know why? It doesn't. Because mm. I've met so much. I've looked back over my life and I looked at all my friends that I've had in college mm. and how nice their mom was to me. And I reflected on that because I realized mm. that this woman only gave birth to me. I belong right. to God. Right, you know, right, right. Because right, right, right. all these miracles that I'm experiencing that I can pass on to people. And, you Facts. know, you know, people are running to me with the application forms in prison. Like, what? I feel this out because all your stuff go through. No, it was my mindset. Because that was my survival. I said, you know what? I've had just shit life, so I'm not going to have no more shit life. I'm going to have the best life now. Mm. That's what, that was what I started to do in prison because of how much people let me down. Mm. And not having the mum, not having the family setting. Not in mm. I've had families that's bashing me to people on the road. People have enemies and friends that do that to them. I had family members that were saying the worst. And guess what? Half of the arguments I did have with them, but it's because I was hurt because I weren't getting the love right. that I was meant to get. Seeking it's not for because I want to hate anyone. Searching. It's mm. because of the reaction of yeah. not getting or felt love. Yeah. And they seem to see it in a way where they want to run and tell the whole world how bad they am. And that's when I started, I think God started using situations inside to say no to one. You're not as bad as what they say. Mm-hmm. I had dreams where my families were like shouting at me in the dreams <laughs> and I'd wake up. And I'll come across like I, I remember I was a peer supporter, and I was in charge of inductions. Mm-hmm. And I remember I came across a woman that was from Jamaica, and she was in she was in prison. Never spoke about this either. She was imprisoned for something that my aunt did to me years ago, and it was the it was the abuse. You know, they they're very physical, and when when someone's beating you for no reason, and you meet someone that's in prison for that because her daughter put her in there, mm-hmm. and guess what? It turns out I was the one that turned on and helped her. And I look at her thinking, did God put this woman in my pathway for me to help her because to help to get the forgiveness that we spoke about? Because I never knew that, even though I said I've moved on, Mm -hmm. there was probably some part of me that God wanted to know that, have you moved on? Have you really moved on? Have you really moved on? Let me put a replica and see how you're going to deal with this woman. It's true. It's true. But then would you, do you feel like, I mean, in, in 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 terms of you say you like looking for love, and obviously like your dad mm-hmm. was sort of the prominent uh, figure in your life. Mm-hmm. What was your what was your relationship like with your stepmom in regards to like having the mum like the, the sort of mother's hype? Wasn't my dad's girlfriend? She was an older person for okay. my dad. Okay. You know those older person that's they can't have children naturally, so they grow up a lot of children in the okay, community. Okay, yeah. And she's well off and very yeah. settled, and she's a teacher and she's well known. Okay, and okay. she had that comfortable life, and okay. you know she, you know we had, you know in Jamaica it was a big thing where you know you had a nice setting, shower, that. like flush toilet. It was a big believe thing in those that. days, yeah, and you know the big that. selling of phones and no phones in the community. It was that kind of that setting, kind of you know what I mean? And I think I grew up very sheltered as well, going church on Sunday, okay. having a nice little life and that was very I was in a bubble you know what I mean I think that's what made it hit hard for me coming over mm. you know the, the, the changes and to come here to be shouted at constantly being a, in an awkward situation coming home from school and just in silence or you're getting shouted at or silence or you're in fear that if you're late you're going to be in problems you don't concentrate at school you become the class clown because that's the only place you get to actually be like that's the only time my personality can mm. actually be comfortable to come out so I remember having my friends and we'd laugh and joke a lot and I would not concentrate on no work because I know that when I go home that's it end <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. everything end it would just be in my room and that's it it was just like a whole prison so it wasn't really a, like a it wasn't really like a like a family type environment a stepmom like would no. you say relationship was more I'm getting accused of things distant. can I be honest with you I'm the person now where, you see, if I was a thief, then 
I would say, you know what? I used to teach better things, and but I used to get accused for things that I wouldn't even dream of doing mm. by people that I was expecting love from. Do you know what I'm saying? Expecting it, but I weren't expecting. And and it, it, it's mad where all these people well. were accusing me of all these things that I weren't even capable of. They actually morph me into the person that I don't even want to become. Mm. So it's a good thing that they accuse me of these things because okay. they shed light to it. This is how I look on it, you know, thinking, okay, you accusing me kind of diverted me think if I wanted to be that person, that I'd be like, no, because I've been, I felt like, the, you know, that person already right. because you've already accused me. When you right. accuse someone constantly over and over, they start to feel like that person. 100%. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So I think they curved me. So looking back, I don't hate none of them and I can love them and forgive them and move on right. because the person I am today yes, and because of the love I have for me and my children, I make peace with them. But I just see that they will never be a part of me because people are who they are. That's it. And they will never, and I've, proved, real, I've proven that where I can forgive them and try again, but they will never change. You know, this is it. Yeah, they will never change. So that's just how it is going to be. But me, I like growing. I like evolving. And I just weren't made for that environment. I was meant to go there, learn some lessons and keep it moving. Why are you expecting to be loved in a place? Like I always say to people, you can't get milk from a rock. Just won't happen. Simple. Rocks don't give milk. Simple. And if the rock is just going to be a rock. And don't go there thinking, oh yeah, I just want some milk to drink. No, it will just never happen. Yeah, you have to. It's, it's not about. To it, it's it. not about who you was yeah. then. Like it's who you are now, isn't it? It's the friends, mums that showed me a little bit of love and all these little settings. I always had friends. I always get along with my friends' mums, and I've never actually had them. And they it's always weird, take a liking it? to me. You know, they be like, "I'll oh, come to one of my." You know, you know what I'm saying? They always. Like, and so she's not lying, though. Listen, they always. Get, I remember this woman on the train said to me because she was crying. Mm. One time I jumped on a train. Yeah, this was years ago. I was reading the Metro paper. You know, Metro paper is free. Mm-hmm. And she must, she must have been crying. And I just looked at her and she went, mm. she drying up her tears and sniffling, sniffling. And then she started telling me how she's crying. I said, why are you crying? She said she, she, her daughter got abused and she's going to go see her now. And she don't know what to say to her daughter. Right. I said, listen, I said, go hug your daughter. I don't, listen, I said, go hug your daughter. Facts. Love her and never ever make her feel like Facts. she ever got abused. Yes. There you go. Bye. Yeah. That was my attitude with Straight. it, by the way. Straight. You know what I'm saying? It's deep, man. And then you know what she said to me? She said, she stopped. She went, thank you. Your mum your mom was so lucky to have a daughter like you. That's <sighs> not, what she not said knowing, to me. Not knowing that. And I took that. I said, thank you. I'll, I'll let her know. <sighs> but let me tell you something. Not knowing. You see, if I wasn't the open-minded person I was, probably I wouldn't have had that said to me. And it's for me to learn that, not because I don't have a mum, it's not that I'm not good enough to be loved by a mum. It's nothing to do with that. It's nothing to do At with all. that. Is your mum still alive? Do you know? Yeah, she She's is. Still, what, still, uh, still living in America? Yeah, because what it is, the story, I never think the story inside. Okay, go, 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 go. You know, what we, when I was inside, I used to write to her. On mm. my release, I made a decision. And this was a lot of decision that I made for self-love and for my own mental health and for my own survival. I wrote her a final letter when I was getting released because I realized that that she was toying with my emotions. And sometimes when you're on a journey and you're trying to better yourself, the devil will use little things from your heart, your weaknesses Mm. and to tug at your heartstring. Uses people, you know what I'm saying? And I need to be able to surround myself with good people that are genuine. You have to. You know, I can't be saying, oh yeah, let me give them a pass, man. No, man, she gave birth to me, give me a pass. No, because it's, she's not evolving. She's stuck in her pain and mm-hmm. trauma. She's trying to get love from her mom. I don't want to get involved in that. 
she's still young. She's still, in her mind, she's a child. She I was literally trying to get love from a child. <laughs> and I became the mother figure. Right. And we were arguing because right. I'm maturing and she wasn't. Mm. So I wrote her a final letter and said, this is it. When I get released, I'm going to focus on my children. Right. I wish you all the best. But... Mm. And I have to just, yeah, do me. Simple. She took it, of course, as, you know, I'm having hate in my heart, which is most people, when I put my boundaries up, they say you have hate in your heart. Yeah. But that's something that I'm okay to live with because I love my children more than how I hate people. I don't hate no one. Do you understand? Mm. I just make decisions to benefit me me and my children. That's That's it. it. Yeah. And that's who I have a, you know, responsibility for. That's it, man. That's deep, man. Yeah. So um, plug everyone in your social media. Tell everyone where they can find you and how they can get at you. Social media. Well, on my social media, my personal page is It's Tawana Blake. Mm-hmm. And my business page is T Inspire Limited, my mentoring page. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those two pages, you can get me. Yeah, so if anyone wants yeah. to get any mentoring or anything done, please get in touch with her. You know, she's got experience. Um, been for a lot man she's been for a lot as well Trust I feel me. like experience is the best teacher I don't care how many qualifications it's you irrelevant. have mm-hmm. it's irrelevant if you don't have the experience to go through certain things trust me they're just never gonna listen to you Life because I remember when I, when I was doing like youth work and stuff yeah and I was talking to some little youths yeah and the reason why I got through to the youths wasn't because I was the most qualified person at what I was doing mm-hmm. but it's that they looked at me and saw of course that this guy Knows what he he's knows. talking about. He's, relatable. he's been through what I'm. What I'm, I'm asking him a simple like. Let me ask him a simple question. Like, you see, if your brethren's are up here, but like mm-hmm. you, you don't want to, you don't want to kill him because you're your brethren yet. And then obviously he's a Muslim, and I'm Muslim, so I'm not allowed to kill Muslims. So what do I do in that situation? And I'm looking at the little you, and he's like, not not me, but it's like obviously one of my friends because mm-hmm. I know like when men come to me sometimes and they say things to me, they be like, yeah, I just got this like scenario that's going on me and this girl. I know that. They said, but my friends got to get... I know they're talking about themselves. They're probably talking about themselves, they don't want to say. But they don't want to say. <laughs> but I'll give them the best advice that I can Fair. based on experience. You've been through it. You've been through yeah, it. Yeah, brother, look, I'm telling you, this is how it's going to end up for you. And then when it does, or they don't, I'm there. Whether, you see you see some people, yeah, they give you advice, yeah, mm-hmm. but they make you feel bad. They make you feel bad. If you go back to them, they're going to say, look, I told you I told so. You. Yeah, so you yeah, never yeah, go back yeah, to them. Yeah. Yeah. You take your advice and then you, yeah. you're scared to go back to them. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what they're going to say. They know what they're going to say. Yeah. But then some people make you feel so comfortable. Even if you go back to them, they're still giving you more advice. And yeah. it's, like, it's, it's just like, it's just Don't love. Don't worry. The door's never closed. Yeah, it's the door's, overflowing. Yeah. yeah. The door's always open. And I feel like if you can make that for anybody, any human being you can do that for, you commented them in the greatest way. So. Yeah, because it's about giving people freedom to feel good, to make mistakes, yeah. to get back up. And because we're humans. Okay to make mistakes. We are yeah, humans. I mean. Remember, we made our mistakes and got to where we are. Facts. Yes. We can't expect perfection from them. No. Even, even people... Nah, they have to fall down if it's seven, ten times, whatever, just be there. And, that, and that's the reason why a lot of people, they're very harsh with their children, not remembering that they were children once. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, people are so harsh with their children that oh, like, no. when they see their children making hundred mistakes and, oh, don't do this. Oh. Let them. Yeah. And I understand that we don't want them to fall in certain things, but don't, do you believe me that they have to fall they into have certain to, and they have to learn certain things as well that, and you know have you ever heard yeah um what did you my mom say no my mom said this, um life is not a bed and roses yeah? mm. and i'd be like what are you talking about and you know what i said she said the randomest times in mm. just random moments and i'll just be like bro this is not i didn't even ask for this advice like mm. i didn't even ask for what you just said 
But as I've grown older, I'm like, the situations that she said it, mm-hmm. there was a lot of wisdom behind it. It's just me. I was just in my little world, yeah? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear them words. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like, you tell someone mm-hmm. something, they might not even listen to you and go and do the opposite thing. Yeah, and right, then right, when right. they get burnt, you have mm-hmm. to be ready to, to deal with them to say, right, you know, you've been burnt, yeah? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like that's really, really important. That no, you're, that is true. Like, you're... Um, mentoring and stuff so anybody wants to help any mentoring or anything mm-hmm. please get our yeah, right, pages and yeah. um, we're going to have a, it's going to pop up now so you're going to be able to see it so you can yeah. get it mm. and if you feel like you're going for jobs mm. you feel like you're not prepared you feel like you ain't got no confidence mm. hit me up as well straight employability I get you ready get that's you started. it man and that, that's what we need to do like pushing that. people to them getting them jobs man yeah mm. but yeah man shout out to everyone thank you for coming through mm-hmm. yeah and spending that knowledge Jeez, dropped a lot you. of gems on Love me personally <laughs> got a lot of things from this whole conversation it up in it yeah. Yeah. yeah so um yeah thank you man thank yeah. you thank you and well. Love. Yeah, no I appreciate problem. it Come on, man. and you guys got some exclusives so yeah alright shout out next episode come on you know what to do like comment and subscribe we are chat man <laughs> Deep yes. in it still. I just did this otherwise. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.